Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. In the next hour, Dr. Pat showcases some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Get ready to live life full out. Here's your host, Dr. Pat Basile. All right, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Wow. Good morning to you. Good day to you. Good evening to you. As I know that there are many people listening from all over the world, and there are different times of the day for each and every one of us. But I'll tell you, this is the time for for all of us to kind of sit up straight in our seats and really get ready to listen to a fabulous, fabulous show with an amazing individual. Uh, and let me just say a little bit uh, about my guest today because one of the things that I love to do is I love to talk to the people that I get to talk to each and every day. It is such a blessing for me to be here and have conversations with leaders in the field of human potential, health, well-being, spirituality, and much more. My guest today, many, many have called him uh, the, the modern-day prophet. What I want to say is that my guest today, Bishop Jordan, is here with me to talk with us about some of the amazing discoveries that he has made all of these all of these to help each and every one of us manifest the lives that we desire i'm talking about bishop e bernard jordan the book is the laws of thinking and for many of you you're you may be quite familiar with his book since he has written more than 40 of them including the best sellers mentoring spiritual protocol what every woman should know about men the power of money and cosmic economics and he is joining us today because we are opening the door for a larger conversation, a conversation that taps in to every aspect of your life. In 1989, he predicted Hurricane Katrina. We're going to talk a little bit about that. And he, his prophecies are accurate beyond belief. At the same time, he comes to us with such in-depth, inspiring uh steadfast conviction about the laws of thinking and what each and every one of us could know, should know, so that we open the door for abundance and opulence beyond what we can imagine. Uh, thank you, Bishop Jordan. Thank you so much for joining the show today. Thank you, Dr. Pat, for having me on, and I'm excited about sharing about the laws of thinking because this deals with the whole idea of human potential and it brings people back to the area of self-empowerment and once the self become empowered you no longer become a needy person well do we get how do we break i'm getting so ahead of myself (laughs) because uh there's so many questions i want to ask you but i want to come out of the gate with a question that i've asked everyone that i've ever talked with on the show hundreds and hundreds of people and it came from my listeners but basically said to me, listen, listen, Pat, you're, you're always, you're always so upbeat, you're always, uh, you know, sound like life is so great. Haven't you ever had a bad hair day? Mm. And I said, you know, I've had a few of those. And so the question they ask is, given all that you are, given all that you've done, Bishop Jordan, what are some of the challenges, what are some of the obstacles that you've had to overcome to bring you to this very moment? Wow. Do we have enough time in the show? You know, 
as a matter of fact, I've taken care of that problem. My Monday through Friday uh, show uh, out of Seattle now is at two hours. <laughs> so we'll have to bring you on that show. <laughs> yes. Well, the challenges I've had, if I was to um, talk about me, uh, um, racism, you know, from the time I was in the second grade, I was um, bust out. And I had to deal with racism in America, which is a very um, ugly thing. Mm -hmm. I also had a problem with my speech where I stuttered. I couldn't even complete a sentence. I was to me too. Yes, and I and I had to really work on that. And who would ever think that I would become a lecturer, a preacher, and a speaker? Which brings me to another point in principle: that the area that you have your greatest challenge in is the area you'll have your greatest victory in. Mm. You know, and uh, Moses also started as well. He couldn't speak, and yet he was called to deliver um, more than six million Jews back there. You know, in the days of um, Egypt. But when we start to look at um, the challenges in life, yes, you'll have challenges. But I believe the secret is is not focusing on the challenge, but focus on the good. Sometimes people say, "Do Bishop Jordan, do you ever have a bad day?" I says, "Do bad things happen to you?" I says, "Yes, I will have ten bad things happen to me, but I'll find the one good thing that happens." Because Dr. Pat, what I've discovered, I've discovered a law: whatever you feed determines what grows. And you can make a decision to feed your faith or feed your fear. Uh, you know, thank you, Bishop Jordan, for sharing that because so many of our listeners sit and listen to my show. Magnificent listeners we have. They're absolutely, totally awesome. And yet, just like you and me, we sometimes have challenges that we're not sure where they come from and at the same time not sure what to do with them, but what you've just said is something that each and every one of us can learn a ton from. And at the same time, my question to you is, how have you learned, what have you learned, what can you share to help us make that shift from that moment that we're having, that that thing that either upsets us or that thing that seems to be shaking our lives, just tearing it apart, how do we make that shift to putting our attention on something else? Well, I begin to deal with a law out of my book, The Laws of Thinking. I deal with the law of passion. And the law of passion is, is that once you find your passion, you don't work another day in your life. When you start getting into your, what you're passionate about, then that which no longer feeds your life begins to die in your experience. Because once I get excited, like I told um, someone the other day, I had to go and hire a cook. And the person said, why in the world are you hiring a cook? You have a wife. I said, I need someone to keep me on schedule just to feed. Because when you get into your love, you work past lunch, you work past breaks. The next thing I know, I look up, is dinner time. And I, all I've done was drink water during the day. And what happens is, is that once you get in your passion, you don't work because you're in your joy, you're in your love. So I tell people, find your passion. What are you here for? Ask the question, what are you here for? What is it that I love to do and do it? And then you know what you'll find? Money will begin to become the reward for the thing that you love to do. In the law uh, of manifestation, in uh, in the book that you've written, and I want to make sure everyone knows about this, uh, for those of you just tuning in, I'm here with Bishop uh, Ebenard Jordan. The book is The Laws of Thinking, 20 Secrets to Using the Divine Power of Your Mind to Manifest Prosperity. If you were to take a look at my book right now, Bishop Jordan, you would see I've got little post-it, post-it notes on about 
50 of the pages in the book because the book is filled with nuggets of, of, of manifesting for me. Yes, and one of the things is that the reason why I wrote this book is because I looked at, I was in church um, and saw people in church, but yet people were in church, knew Christ, knew God, knew higher power, but yet they weren't living better, they were still struggling, and they were sold on a bad bill of goods that they were going to be blessed in the by and by instead of in the now and now. And so we had to begin to get a message that was relative and give people the handles. I like to look at the word handle, because you see, prosperity, you know, you can look at it, it's a cup, but if you don't find the handles, which are the principles, you won't know how to lift it. And most people can't lift themselves out of situations because they can't find the handles in life. And so I took 20 different laws that have worked for me, where a lot of people talk about the secret, which, you know, it seems as though everybody has read the secret. All of a sudden, the earth has become reawakened to spirituality. But the secret only brings you one law, and that's the law of attraction. But what I've done is I've taken 20 laws and put all of these laws in place so that they can be a balance because it's easy to attract something to you it's another thing to make to maintain it it is another thing to maintain it and you know what i love about your book because uh, you know my own personal journey it's really interesting how some of what you're saying i parallel with especially this whole idea of stuttering uh as a young child who would have ever thought i'd be sitting here on the radio and you and i would be going at it (laughs) (laughs) on an international talk radio show But one of the things that I loved is that when we look at the laws of thinking and when we take a look at each of the different aspects you've put in the book, it really then becomes a blueprint, a blueprint for people to to take down, break down into practicality so that they can use it in every day's uh, day of their lives. We're going to take a short break when we come back. We're going to be talking with Bishop Jordan about these fabulous uh, and powerful, powerful laws and talk about are you blocking spirit? Do you hear from spirit? What does it mean? How does spirit guide us? And more importantly, do you really know what you want in life? We'll be right back with best-selling author Bishop E. Bernard Jordan. The Authority and Internet Talk Radio, VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, Julie, where have you been? Benny, I just returned from a fabulous seminar with Karen Ramsey, learning about how my relationship to money is holding me back from living the life I want. Well, I can't seem to save enough money to contribute to an IRA these days, but I think, you know, it's just too late to start now. Well, Benny, I see that you just bought yourself a latte this morning, and how many times a day do you do that? Uh, I'd say like two or three times a day, but I mean, seriously, what's your point, Julie? If you save the money you spend on just one latte a day, you'd easily be able to contribute $1,400 dollars a year to your IRA. No kidding. I never thought about it that way. Well, Karen Ramsey says it's never too late to start no matter where you are. And the sooner you start, the better. Well, you know, that's fine with people with money, but how can someone like me afford financial advice from someone like Karen Ramsey? Well, you don't need to be wealthy to get excellent financial advice. In fact, why not tune into her new show beginning October 12th and learn about the myths about money that keep us from living the lives we're meant to live. And visit her on the web at caringmoney.com. That's CaringMoney.com. The Empowerment Partnership, empowering the lives of thousands of people around the world just like you. 
Their mission is to empower you with an understanding of what makes you and others tick and to teach you the tools and techniques that will unlock your hidden gifts. The Empowerment Partnership. Whatever you think you are, you're more than that. To learn more, call 1-800-800-MIND or go to NLP.com. Mention the Dr. Pat Show to receive a special discount. Releasing the past and stepping fully into the present is now easier than imagined. Hi, I'm Sue Newfeld Ellis of QuantumHealing.us. Dr. Pat and I will be teaming up to give you many powerful ways to open the door to an extraordinary life. Tune in and discover how, starting February 15th. For more information and to receive 25 tips to reduce your stress, visit QuantumHealing.us. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program, here's Dr. Pat Basile. All right, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show Talk Radio to Thrive By. I'm here with Bishop Jordan, and we're talking about many things, but I certainly want to point you in the direction of this uh, this incredible book, The Laws of Thinking, 20 Secrets to Using the Divine Power of Your Mind to Manifest Prosperity. You know, uh, Bishop Jordan, uh, again, Thank you so much for joining the show today. And I would love if you could give out a website so that folks know how to uh, find out more about you, more about what you're doing. Yes, they can go right to bishopjordan.com. Just think of Michael Jordan becoming a bishop. There we go. Some people think he is. (laughs) You're right. (laughs) uh, Bishopjordan.com, J-O-R-D-A-N. And um, you can go right there. There you can find 24 hours of teaching of the laws of thinking, where I give these spiritual laws, and the company of prophets and myself begin to teach on it. And it begins to become something that is really self-empowering and bring people to a real awakening of their human potential and of their divine self. And once they begin to start to awaken, because you see, once the mind has been expanded, it can't go back to its original size. And that's why we try to expand the mind, because, you know, you can't fit, Dr. Pat, 16 by 20 dreams and 3 by 5 minds. Mm. What happens when we try to do that? It won't because we, you know, we do. We, you know, I, I think what I mean by that question is, uh, a lot of us have dreams, and I know myself is one such person. And yet, at the same time, sometimes a dream can seem so big that we we do try to fit it in, and there's an adjustment that needs to be made. Yes. What is that adjustment? You start expanding the mind. You start visualizing and dreaming of larger beginning to expand your mind to the point where it can fit the dream. And the way you do that is by seeing yourself in the dream, seeing yourself in the place, seeing yourself, because whatever you visualize, you materialize. See, it's got to be mentalized first before it can be experienced. And I deal with this in the laws of thinking, that if you begin to get thinking and feeling to match the body will show up, the body of that experience, and that will become your thing that will be discovered. Well, you know, you talk about passion being profit or profitable. 
Yes. And uh, and those words are very, very powerful. And yet uh, we get stuck in language like, you know, I'm a starving artist. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I'll never be able to have a successful business on my own. Uh, I don't know how I'm going to pay my bills. How do we move to the place where passion is profit manifesting in our checkbooks every day? <laughs> okay, here we go. Well, first of all, we've got to do, I mean, you bring out a great point, because most people don't know that they are hung by their tongue. Mm. And that's by speaking negative things like, I'll never be, I can't become. And you've got to stop saying those negative things about yourself and start calling those things which be not as though they were. So you've got to start speaking powerful things, positive things about yourself. The sacred scripture in the book of Proverbs says, Thou art snared by the words of your mouth. So one of the things you've got to do is start correcting your speech. The next thing you do is find your love. Once you find your love, you'll never work another day in your life again. We tell people, don't be a slave to a wage. What is it that you love to do? When you love to do something, you don't do it for the money, but the money taps you on the shoulder as the reward, saying, here I am, I'm here to reward you. The next thing you do is make sure that whatever you love to do that is bringing service to humanity, the more people you are able to serve, the more wealth you have. And so, therefore, he that is greatest among you, let him be the servant of all. And a lot of times people say, well, how did you get wealthy, Bishop Jordan? Because I seek to serve the masses. I seek to empower people. And so you've got to find your passion, make sure it empowers other people. And then your passion creates the freedom to achieve prosperity. And the way you can achieve it is by doing your love. I tell people that are in business, and I talk to business people every day, get to the place where you over-deliver. When you start over-delivering, then your wealth will start to show up. It's really funny that you say that, and at the same time, uh, I, I know that that's true. It's certainly what we have learned in this show, being an independent radio host, really really stepping up and giving our sponsors uh, more than they've ever imagined. But for so many people, there is this place, a place of stuckness, a place of, of limited thinking, a place of smallness, let's say, that we can go to, and we can and we can stay for for quite some time. But in the book, you have outlaw you have outlined a number of different laws that people can look at, including like the law of vow, which I want to talk with you about. The law of humility, the law of faith, the law of money, the law of harvest, and all of these combined seem to be a powerful, powerful. Um, as I said earlier, blueprint, where does one begin to take that step? Well, number one, with the first law that I put there, the law of becoming. Once you know who you are, then you know where you're going. And one of the things we want people to understand is that they are spirit. They are gods. See, we understand the law of Genesis. Everything comes after its kind. Dogs beget dogs. Cats beget cats. Monkeys beget monkeys, giraffes beget giraffes, God begets God. So you are a co-creator with your Heavenly Father. Then the second thing is the second law, which is the law of spirit. Know that you are a spirit. I tell people all the time, you are not your body. 
and we have people say, I am not my body and my body is not me. Once you understand you are not your body, now you begin to say, well, who am I? Well, you had a life before you got in this body. You will have a life after you leave this body. You were only given the body so that you can do something in this physical realm. But originally, Dr. Pat, you were a non-physical being seeking a physical reality. And once that becomes clear, who am I? Then you start getting busy on the planet saying, okay, what am I going to do the short time while I'm here in this form? Because I know eventually I'm going to vacate this form and I'm going back to my original face. And once you start working from that premise, life begins to become a lot more simpler. You start being filled with a lot of attachment. Because we try to tell people all the time, the one that loves the least controls the relationship. And a lot of people carry emotional baggage, addiction, where they're addicted to people or they feel as though they can't live without someone. And that keeps you from fulfilling your life assignment because life is about hellos and goodbyes. That's why doors have exits and entrances. And, you know, I love what you're saying about life having, you know, hellos and goodbyes. And sometimes, don't you think, that it's really difficult for some of us to know when to say hello and when to say goodbye. You know the saying, you got to know when to hold them and know when to fold them. Yes. And the thing is, the reason why people hold them because there's a consciousness of lack in them that it cannot be replaced. And one of the things we find is that when you understand real prosperity, that consciousness is the only thing that will have anything or be anything, you can't lose anything in the universe. And even if you fold it prematurely, it can always be regained, because as long as it, as it is in your consciousness, Dr. Pat, it can be re-delivered back to you again. There's something you said to me during the break, and I want to share it uh, with our listeners, because I was sharing with you, you asked me how I came to be on radio, and I shared uh, my experience of uh, having a transposed 1-800 number and dialed into Voice America, and I was sharing with you that in that moment that I had a decision whether I was going to hang up the phone or continue to follow the journey. And you said to me uh, something like, you know, uh, Pat, you pretty much have att- you attracted that call. Yes. Now, I that a lot of conversation right now on the law of attraction. I think it would be worth spending a few minutes and sharing what is underneath the law of attraction. Things like that wrong phone number. Yes. See, there's no. See, there's nothing wrong in the universe. Everything is right. Everything you programmed it to be in you. You had the magnetic pull going on on the inside of you. So there wasn't an accident. That number was not transposed. That was the right number. That was just the route that you had to go to get it. And that's why I have a principle here called the law of the journey because um, the law of the journey begins to reveal that you're put in life, and this is in Chapter 11, to begin to discover that you are on a journey and see what you want to become, Dr. Pat, is sleeping in you. You must transform your mind to just awaken it, and that's what happened in you. You, on some level, whether conscious or unconscious, you wanted to be a communicator. 
on some level that was sleeping in you. On some level, you said okay to that. And on some level, that phone number appeared in your mind, though it appeared as something else on paper. And I, you know, I'm here with you today, Bishop Jordan, and, and absolutely know that that is true. And for me, it has to be, it had to be a, a learning journey, as with so many people. Uh, one of the, one of the most, one of the more recent uh, discoveries by by folks out there is, of course, the movie The Secret. And what I wanted to ask you is uh, the laws of thinking, as you've laid them down, in my opinion, outline uh, for people what they need to know, what they can do to take action to create. And there is, at the same time, as we know, this incredible awakening that happened with this little movie. Mm-hmm. And the question I want to ask you is, how does the book, The Laws of Thinking, how does your book um, uh, talk about that may be similar or different to the movie The Secret? Well, what we do here is we found a lot of people got into the laws of attraction, the, the law of attraction, rather. And there was a lot of questions that I've heard. I've heard them on Larry King. People wanted to know where is God in all of this. Well, he's in yes. the laws of thinking. Because here we bring scripture out and we begin to bring God into play here. Um, number two is that people, I've seen people that have attracted relationships to them. I've seen them attract um, things to them. But then they didn't have the law of planning, the law of system. They didn't have these other laws that I'm giving. And there's thousands of laws. I don't even have all the laws here. There's thousands of them, maybe even millions. But what happened is, is do they know how to manage the relationship they just got into? Do they know how to manage the home? I was talking to a woman the other day who had gotten a million-dollar home, and now she's about to be foreclosed on it. And she said, um, but I did everything. I got. I, I attracted it. I visualized it. I said, yes, but you've got to get into the law of planning, the law of system. When you got into the home on a salary that was only making $1,000 a week, how did you figure you were going to pay uh, a $9,000 mortgage? So you begin to look at that. It, it doesn't match. Now you've got to kick in a plan. So there's got to be the law of planning. There's got to be the law of system. And, you know, so this is why all of these laws, one must work with the other, and you've got to have a plan. You've got to have a system. Every day I have a system about what I do, and I tell people that are leaders in their organizations, I tell them the success of your company, the proof that your company is successful, let me see you leave for a week or two and see if it still runs. If it doesn't run without your presence, you have not built a successful company because there's no system in place to keep it going. I love that. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about one of my favorites, (laughs) the law of faith, and much more with Bishop E. Bernard Jordan. And, uh, again, let me mention the website, www.bishopjordan.com. There is lots there, 24-7 learning and teaching, and much more in this conversation when we come back. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. The powerhouse of Internet Talk Radio, VoiceAmerica.com. Your mission, if you choose to accept it, is to discover what's preventing you or your business from obtaining your goals, dreams, and vision. 
Inquiring Mind is your partner. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. as Stephanie Durham, professional life coach, presents ACEs. Authenticity, choices, empowerment, and success. Spanning 25 years of successful business tenure, in addition to over four years of training with Caroline Mace at the CMED Institute, Stephanie's authenticity and vast knowledge helps you objectively explore wise choices with her finely attuned facilitator skills, leading you to personal empowerment and ultimate success. Do you know you have power to create what you want in your life and in business? You do. This message will self-absorb in five seconds. information, call us toll-free at 1-866-461-6463. Hey, Julie, where have you been? Benny, I just returned from a fabulous seminar with Karen Ramsey, learning about how my relationship to money is holding me back from living the life I want. Well, I can't seem to save enough money to contribute to an IRA these days, but I think, you know, it's just too late to start now. Well, Benny, I see that you just bought yourself a latte this morning, and how many times a day do you do that? Uh, well, I'd say like two or three times a day, but I mean, seriously, what's your point, Julie? If you save the money you spend on just one latte a day, you'd easily be able to contribute $1,400 a year to your IRA. No kidding. <laughs> I never thought about it that way. Well, Karen Ramsey says it's never too late to start, no matter where you are. And the sooner you start, the better. Well, you know, that's fine with people with money, but how can someone like me afford financial advice from someone like Karen Ramsey? Well, you don't need to be wealthy to get excellent financial advice. In fact, why not tune into her new show beginning October 12th and learn about the myths about money that keep us from living the lives we're meant to live? And visit her on the web at KarenRamsey.com. Are you aware of the invisible forces behind your behaviors? The Empowerment Partnership is, and they'd like to make them visible to you. One of the largest NLP training organizations in the world, says Dun & Bradstreet. The Empowerment Partnership is the industry gold standard in trainings for NLP, hypnosis, and the ancient Hawaiian spiritual system of HUNA. Their students come from a wide-ranging background business, education, psychology, and spirituality. Their mission is to empower you with an understanding of what makes you and others tick and to teach you the tools and techniques that will unlock your hidden gifts. The Empowerment Partnership. Whatever you think you are, you're more than that. Call 800-800-MIND or visit NLP.com and mention the Dr. Pat Show to receive a special discount. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program, here's Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by. Let me just mention to you that uh, if you have a question or you have a comment, uh, and you'd like to reach us by email, send an email to live, L-I-V-E, at the com. P-H-E-D-R, com. Right now, we'll get your question on air. And for the first person we hear from, we would love to give a copy of the book, The Laws of Thinking, by Bishop Jordan, joining me today. Before the break, Bishop Jordan, um, you know, we were, I, I mentioned the law of faith. And I wanted to, to spend a few minutes and talk about this because there are some people 
that believe that if you are not flowing in the law of faith, all bets are off. Well, faith is your belief in the unseen. And if you cannot visualize it, it's just not going to materialize. It's just not, it's, it's, it's not going to happen. Um, if you don't begin to put more reliance upon that which is unseen, then all bets are off, exactly. Well, look at the planet we're on. We're on a planet that hangs on, they taught us in school, an imaginary axis. Wow. Oh, man. That we're turning on an axis we can't even see. So we are on a planet of imagination. I tell people imagination is creation. And until you can begin to understand that imagination is creation, you're not going to have the magic in your life. And therefore, you've got to start imagining. You've got to start, you, you, you must start using your imagination. And once you start using your imagination, this is all in the law of faith. The scripture tells us faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. If you've got to have facts, you are not going to get results because facts is not necessarily the truth. A matter of fact, if I could say this, in this one statement and then hand this back over to you, Dr. Pat, is that sometimes perception is more real than the truth. I, I totally agree with that and uh, learn this every day of, of my life because the perception that we're in is really the outline of the life that we're creating, isn't it? Exactly. And we all live by our perceptions. We all feel, we are all filled with our perceptions. And that's why we've got to change the perception. How many women today are listening to this show, whether they're going to work already at work or maybe they've come home from work because, you know, we're hitting people in different time parts of the world. But how many people today may have been faced with glass ceilings? where they're seeing up, but they keep hitting their head against the glass ceiling and can never seemingly get up to the top. Well, if that's their perception, and, and if they make that glass ceiling real, it's going to be real, and it's going to be evident in their life, and they've got to see beyond it. That's what I've had to do with racism. I've had to begin to look at it and say, am I going to allow that to be my truth, or am I going to move beyond the barrier? And once you start seeing yourself beyond the barrier and putting yourself in another picture, you'll start having different kinds of experiences because you will not buy into the race consciousness. You know, and we're also talking about really blowing the doors off of our mental equivalent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Wow. wow. And that's it because, you know, it's all mental. It, it is all mental. And therefore, you've got to begin to rise above it. You know, people that may be looking at it says, I'm too old to do this. Get that out of the way. Ageism? Don't allow that to become your reality. And yet I celebrate my age. I tell people how old I am. I, I, I get women I get women freed up like that. I says, tell people your age. And they said, yes, it's not. I says, you would tell the gynecologist. Tell people because that is not your truth anyway. And it would be able to be a source of encouragement. Tell them that you're 70. Tell them that you're 60. Don't be ashamed of 50 because if you're ashamed of that and you won't own up to it, then how can we begin to see your testimony of how you overcome well it really when we talk about or when we're at this place and i've and this is what i've picked up in the book is when we're at this place where we cannot share our age it basically is clogging up the spiritual flow 
because there is an, an area of guilt or shame or something in there. Wow. You really grabbed a hold of this, Dr. Tom. Oh, my God. Are you kidding? I'm my carrying the book around with me. My God. And that's exactly it. Once you start walking around with shame, that blocks the flow of spirit. It blocks your creativity. And what happened when Adam fell in the garden and Eve? He was ashamed, and he went and hid himself. And once you start embracing shame, you go into hiding, and when you go into hiding, you cannot be fruitful, nor can you be a producer. Not at all. And so many people uh, have this idea, even in their language. You talk about this brilliantly in the book. Uh, we joke around. We, we have common language now where we actually use, use terms like duh and, and really terms where we're actually putting ourselves down every day, putting ourselves down. And yet at the same time, I don't care how many times you're, you know, you're watching The Secret or you're reading the book, if we don't start to implement in our lives some of these changes, it's just another book. It's just another movie. Exactly. And we try to move people from what we call death-filled words, fear-filled words. You know, I got tickled to death. I got scared to death. I got frightened to death. And we says move away from that. And it gets back to, again, as I said earlier, thou art snared by the words of your mouth. And that's why you've got to watch the word, the language that you speak. And you've got to start looking at the potential that is in you. Know that you are co-creator with your Heavenly Father. Do you not know that every thought is a creation, every worry is a creation. We're creating every second, every minute of our day on some level. And when we start to understand that, then now we've got to start bridling our thoughts. There's many times I've got to pull my thoughts in. There's times where someone may upset me. I've got to get into a quiet place and a quiet space and give myself a treatment. And the first thing I ask myself is, what in me attracted doubt outside of me because I meet no one but me. And we can do that and ask that question, Bishop Jordan, with love. A lot of times we ask that question, and it is not with love. It comes from a place of scarcity or anger or yes. or pain or hurt. But the way that you've just phrased that is more like an invitation into the discovery and the glory of, of life. Exactly. Because, see, everyone you meet is you pressed out in another form. And, see, we've got to own that. And we've got to accept that. And we can love them away by loving ourselves and says, now I release that part of me that no longer is profitable to me. It says, I forgive that aspect of me that is in me. And what you begin to find is that that, not so much the personality or the individual, but that experience starts to die in your experience because you treated it in you first. See, you've got to give the treatment to yourself. It's almost like this. If your hair is messed up, you can't fix up your hair in the mirror by trying to fix the mirror. No, you fix the self, and then the image in the mirror changes. Everyone in your life is mirroring an aspect of you. And, and I want to mention to everyone that you uh, you will be able to take action in your life to create some unbelievable change. 
check out the book, The Laws of Thinking. Uh, my very special guest today is Bishop Jordan, and I also want to invite everyone out there to check out the website. Go to www.bishopjordan.com, and, oh, there's so much here, uh, and the book is fabulous. You know, as we continue this conversation, uh, Bishop Jordan, I was struck by uh, a, a couple of things in the book that I immediately grabbed onto, probably because I relate to them. One of them, uh, one of the things you say is, if you are going to be great, you must become as a child. Mm-hmm. And yet, in our society, we are here in more times than we can even imagine. When are you going to grow up? Right. Grow up. All right. And we need to understand the difference between a child and immature. A child is one of the most forgiving. How many times did you and your friend break up and wasn't speaking to each other in your childhood, but you kept coming right back to Oh, my goodness, yep. But how about when we became adults? We luckily became less forgiving. And one of the things that we find is that that childlike faith, you got up every day, you didn't worry about anything, you played hard, you never got you never got sick of stress. You know, I tell people all the time, they say, um, you need to slow down. I say, not me, I'm in my passion, I'm in my love. I can keep doing it. I, I can go with, you know, four hours of sleep. When I was a child, I played hard and never had heart problems, never had stress. I didn't have to go get a massage to get the stress out of me. Why? Because I enjoyed what I did. And that's what the part of the child you've got to become. You've got to enjoy what you're doing. Many of us, we've lost the play in life, and we didn't realize that we were on the earth, and we are the director the script writer, we're the producer, we're, we're, we're creating the scenario. We've got to get back into life where we can play and enjoy life. And once we start to enjoy life, then life starts to enjoy us once again. Absolutely. I'm Dr. Pat Basile. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. I'm here with Bishop Jordan. We're talking about many, many things, but the law of think, uh, the laws of thinking right here in his fabulous book. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about action as uh, as as uh, uh, as Bishop Jordan talks about in the book, the sin of inaction. When we come back with the Dr. Pat Show, stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back after this short break. Listen wherever, whenever, voiceamerica.com. New Times Naturally Magazine is Tampa Bay's natural health magazine, now in their 20th year, covering body, mind, spirit, nutrition, physical fitness, yoga and Pilates, supplements, meditation, natural product, mental health and strength, spiritual growth, eco-earth, and more. Search for local business feature stories, media, and product reviews, and an extensive calendar of events. Pick one up at your local business today or visit NewTimesNaturally.com. That's NewTimesNaturally.com. Hi, this is Mark Victor Hansen, and you know me for the chicken soup for the soul, but right now I want to tell you that you've got to listen to my friend Dr. Pat. If you want insights that are out of sight, if you want to go to the next level in your life, you keep listening to this show because she is so kind and generous that she even lets me recommend my website, markvictorhanson.com, and if you go there, we want to give you goodies. But Pat is giving you the goodies of a bigger, better mind-brain complex so you can get results that have results that are residual, so you get to have money freedom, time freedom, 
spiritual freedom, relationship freedom, and go to the highest level, which she's teaching you, which is your genius freedom. Huna is the ancient spiritual teachings of the people of Hawaii. Most people who study Huna want to know more about themselves and the world around them. If you are interested in a more spiritual view of the world and want to discover a whole new universe around you, then Huna is for you. Call 800-800-MIND or go to Huna.com to learn about the March 10th through 18th Huna event in Kona, Hawaii. Mention the Dr. Pat Show when you call the Empowerment Partnership. Whatever you think you are, you're more than that. Would you like one of the most rewarding sales jobs of your life? The Dr. Pat Show has rapidly grown into the number one radio show to thrive by. The Dr. Pat Show is hailed for its remarkable guests, sponsors with integrity, and amazing listeners. Dr. Pat is in search of a creative, self-starting, energetic person to join the marketing team. If you're interested in helping promote and sustain the Dr. Pat Show, please submit your resume to pat at thedrpatshow.com. Again, that's pat at thedrpatshow.com. This This is your opportunity to make a difference in your community and the world. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program, here's Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Uh, if you want to find out more about Bishop Jordan, the website, go to www.bishopjordan.com. Check it out. There is so much there. He and I are going to be continuing this conversation on, on different show segments, and we'll let you know uh, when that is. If you want to sign up for my newsletter, uh, you'll be able to find out in advance who the guests are. We're now doing about 15 hours of live uh, radio per week. That usually equates to uh, twice that amount in encore presentations. All of the shows are on the website uh, as well. And Bishop Jordan, I want to thank you so much again for joining the show today. Uh, I so love this book because it helps us take action. And that's what I wanted to get to. I'm, I'm all about action this year for whatever reason. Yes, you see, everything must have a corresponding action. If there's no corresponding action, you're not going to get that result. It's like it's got to be a match. It's, it's, it's like the mental equivalent, as you said earlier. See, that's the secret, is that once I have it in my mind, then the, then the call to action, what action are you taking? And that's why we deal with in the law of writing. Become a list maker. Sometimes people say, and I do a workshop out of the laws of thinking, I says, you got to make a list. Write down ten of the things you want. He says, what? I said, you never wrote that down? I said, he says, no. I says, that's why it's not manifesting, because all things exist in spirit, but the law of writing starts the entry point of spirit into matter. And if you don't write it down, it is unlawful for that thing to enter into manifestation. Spirit does not come into manifestation until you give it an entry point on this plane. I love what you're saying in that one of the things I picked up from your book and reading it is like I had to get back to the basics of, of what I've learned. And so I took this one point that you talk about in the book about writing, and I know this intuitively, intellectually, you know, studying books and and, and I know this, but it's actually doing it. And so in, in our, our, our analysis we do each month, 
of what we want to manifest. Um, I looked at, especially around our sponsorships for the show, and because I wasn't, you know, up to date with who, you know, we had of interest out there, I put in the book. You're, you're gonna, this is gonna be incredible when you hear this. I just finished reading the chapter, and I wrote in the spreadsheet. Okay, I put a sponsor's name, and I called it God. And then I put a dollar amount, and I think it was like ten thousand or twelve thousand dollars. Yesterday, I signed on a church as a sponsor for that amount. Wow! And so this is really how this works. Oh yes, it, 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 listen, I'm a witness. It works. Listen, we have um, less than fifty people that come out to our church. But yet, it cost us over two hundred thousand dollars a month in television bills just to pay for television, just to get our message out. I have to program that each month mentally, and I—I didn't just write a book. It, this is not a book of you know interviews of other people. This is a book of my life work. I've told people this is how it works, and I'm getting ready to write another book where I'm getting ready to give you 40 more laws that are getting ready to work that you're going to be able to put into action because there's no way, I mean, if anything, there's no way I should be able to do what I'm doing in the natural, but we've manifested because it's all been spirit. And I tell people, you've got to go within or you're going to do without. One of the questions, talking about spirit, one of the questions that you mentioned earlier, but I want to really get back to it. I want to come full circle on this. Okay. And I consider it um, a conversation. Many people call it a controversy. And that is, given these conversations we're having on the laws of thinking, and you were right there, right out of the gate when, when the question came up on Larry King and Oprah around where is God in all this? It was clear to me that some of us that live and breathe this every day have a sense that we that we know that God comes first. Yes. But there is there are millions and millions of people that hear what we're talking about and almost as if uh, God is not part of this equation. And I think what you've done is you've clearly brought God into the conversation, not only as part of the conversation, but as you know, the cleanup batter. Yeah, exactly. A matter of fact, you know, God is all in all. And once you understand that God is a spirit and that you can't, you know, there's a lot of people that are activating these laws without God in it. And I says, okay, if you want to do this without a relationship with the Creator, that is your choice. I'm not going to try to destroy that part. I will celebrate the path that you're going. Because at some point you're going to hit a wall because you're going to, you're going to discover there's got to be a relationship with the source. And so a lot of times we look at people and we say, what you think is metaphysics, you can be operating in what I call messy physics. <laughs> <laughs> you know why I'm laughing? Why? Been there. <laughs> and it's messy physics and that's what it is because there's got to be a, see it's almost like this why would I sit there and and say okay let me get the let me get the pad house I'm going to eat a food let me get the pad house I'm going to take something else I'm going to do and then Pat will look at me and says hello it says you've never said thank you to me you've never acknowledged me you have no relationship with me 
you're only here for the things that I'm offering, but there's no relationship. And that's the way we got to understand with um, Father God. And that's a person that has not learned the law of gratefulness. See, if you're not grateful, you're not thankful, then you eventually are only just trying to plug the plug in to get light. But you never learn to be thankful. That's a miserable person because because my mentor, Reverend Ike, has always taught me a thankful person is a thankful person. Thanking people are thinking people. And if you are thanking, you are thinking. If you don't think, you won't give thanks. I did an interview recently with Olivia Newton-John, and the interview was about grace and gratitude. Mm -hmm. And it was such a reminder for me, because we get caught up in our busy day. It was such a reminder to really go to the heart. And this is what your book does. It really goes to the core. And all of the, the laws that you talk about, from the law of becoming to the law of harvest, are beyond invitations. They are truly a way for people to open up their hearts as well as their minds. Exactly. And once you start to understand that, you begin to become thankful to the Almighty Creator. You begin to understand that everything you've gotten has been because of favor that's been granted to you. Because you know what? You could have had at that time when you called the wrong number to just hang up the phone and said, and you know, you could have said some choice words and said, you know, where the H did this come from? But you know what? You took the time to entertain it. How many, you know, every moment there could be millions coming in our direction, but because we won't entertain it, it escapes us. Exactly. Bishop Jordan, I want to thank you so much for joining us today. Again, the website is bishopjordan.com. In closing, what's your personal message for our listeners, people that not only are listening live, but I get hundreds of thousands of people to the website that listens to listen to these shows, downloads them to their iPods. What's your personal message? Well, if I was to give a personal message, I would say, um, to you, Dr. Pat, get ready because you're going to take off and you're going to expand and your l- listeners are going to begin to bear witness of this. And I don't only see expansion on the area of radio, but something with television is getting ready to come. And I see your eyes squinting because of the lights of the camera that will begin to come in your direction. So get ready with great excitement and joy for what's getting ready to take place. And you're going to do something with young women between the ages of 18 and 25 that will bring empowerment to them. And you get ready to touch another generation for God. Well, thank you so much, and uh, I look forward to the many conversations I know that we are going to have. Uh, this book for me, The Laws of Thinking, again, was a fabulous, fabulous way to kickstart my life, to kickstart your life. Again, Bishop Jordan, thank you so much. Thank you all for listening to the show and supporting us along the way and loving you every moment. You are magnificent. Make yourselves a great day. Thank you for listening to The Dr. Pat Show, radio to thrive by. To contact Dr. Pat, visit thedrpatshow.com. Tune in next Tuesday for another dynamic hour of The Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile.